everyone, and welcome back to another edition of the Dental Practice Heroes Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Paul Edgerson. We are here on Monday, October 21st. And let me tell you a little bit about what's going on with me and my ACL. Last week was my first week back. I was planning on going back on one crutch, but it was just too hard. I'm still on two crutches when I'm at work. But what's good is I'm walking without any crutches when I'm home, which is cool and exciting because I can actually do stuff and I feel like I'm actually becoming... Uh, more of a person again, or more myself, I rather would say. So that's been exciting. I mean, it's going to take a long time before I like can walk without a limp, and my knee is still really, really swollen. We're coming up on a month after surgery, but I'm excited for the progress that I made this week. So I can feel, I see that finish line, that I'm getting back to normal, and I can start living life the way I was pre-injury. All right. Last week, I asked, or two weeks ago, I asked everyone if they could please write a review on the podcast. I am so, 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 so thankful for all the people that did it. I could see the numbers. We almost doubled the reviews. We're up to like 38, 39 or something like that. Um, Just want to thank a few people. I said Seth, Seth Taj. Uh, We got Harry 8. We've got Duck DMD. I got Dr. Vane. I'm guessing that's Dr. Nicole Vane. Um, and then we got L-R-C-D-D-S. If you guys don't leave a name, I don't know who you are, but this is what it says on, on iTunes. Uh, G-Dom-D-D-S, thank you so much. We got Alpha12543, thank you for the five-star review. Hey, and if you re- if you reviewed the podcast and you didn't leave any comments, I'd, I can't see who it is. So if you did that, thank you so much for that. I just really, really appreciate it. Um, on another side note, if you are looking for a coach for your practice, I just started coaching. You know, I've been talking to a lot of dentists and listeners, just kind of helping them. And I decided I really like doing it. So it's not really about money and separate income for me, but it's just something I've been enjoying doing. So if you are looking for a coach and you think we might be a good fit, let's set up a phone call. Dentalpracticeheroes at gmail.com. Okay, so I want to talk to uh, about today about the idea of firing quick and hiring slow. And, and I'm going to kind of take this a different direction, but we've got this idea and we see it on the on the Facebook forums where people say, I would never tolerate that. And, and, and this fire quick, hire slow thing is kind of, and it's like this attitude of low tolerance, of, of high control and low tolerance that we're going to do things my way and that this relationship with this employee is not working for me and I'm going to terminate it. Now, I know there are situations where you need to do that, And I'm not saying that you shouldn't fire quick and hire slow, but I'm just saying we just become a little too focused sometimes on what the business provides for us. And we forget that we're not the only people in the business and that it is not always about us. You know, it's not always about us. So Zig Ziglar, you know, the the greatest salesman of all time, uh, he said, you can have everything in life you want if you just help people get what they want. So we think about this from a patient perspective where we're providing a value for them we're giving them what they want, and that's what's going to grow our business. But let's think about this from a team perspective. Our, what if we provided our team with what they want? Now everyone's like, well, I know what they want. They want money. And then, well, hold on. Let me talk about this. It's not all about money. Okay? So I read this book. This was recommended to me by Brian Harris. If you heard that podcast, we were talking about the virtual consults and stuff. And he recommended a book called The Go-Giver. And is essentially a book saying instead of being like a selfish go-getter, just all about you and growing your career and advancing your career, you should become a go-giver. Now, the book is mostly talking about customers, but I am very team-focused. I want to talk about customers, patients, and also our teams, right? So there's five laws that he has in this book. And the first one's called the law of value. Pretty much saying like how much you give in value versus taking payments so that you should deliver more value than what you're charging for. 
Now, this is going to be in our patient's perspective. It's going to be going above what's expected. So I'm in network with a lot of PPOs. I have the same fees as the, the guy or gal right down the street from me if they're in the same networks as me. But what am I doing different that they're doing? So Because what everything I do that they don't do, I'm not charging extra for it, okay? I'm delivering more value. Now let's talk about the team experience. What makes your practice and working for you different than working for someone else? And I promise you, it's not a dollar per hour raise, all right? Or do you take them places? Do you, do you pay for their CE? Do you take them to CE together? Do you do team functions? Um, do they feel valued? Do you make them feel valued as a member of your team? What is the relationship between you and your team members? Do you have a thank you culture where you're, you're acknowledging and recognizing the special things that they do? Are you creating an office that's compensation safe, where they feel comfortable contributing, where they feel comfortable admitting their mistakes? So these are all things that you can give to your team. They don't cost a damn cent, but you give this to your team and that makes you different from someone else. So you will give more than you expect to receive. Do that with your team. The second law in this book is called the law of compensation. This says that your income is determined by how many people you serve and how well you serve them. So if we want to think about this in a business context, how many patients' lives can we touch and how well can we do it? And I promise you the best way to touch the majority of your patients' lives, more people, to scale your practice is through training and spending time with your team. Because if you can deliver for your team and they are happy and they're excited and they follow you, then they can deliver for your patients. And I can tell you that when my team was maybe 12 people, it was very easy for me to deliver on an individual basis with every single one of my team members. Now we have 26 team members and it's hard for me to spend a lot of time with every single person. And I'm noticing it more and more that I'm spending less time with the front desk people, which I dislike, but I not, not that I dislike them. I dislike that I'm not spending as much time with them. And it's, it's hard to do this in a larger organization. So what I need to do is establish leadership on my teams, which I have. I have hygiene leads, a front desk lead, and I need to pour energy into these people so that they can continue to pour energy into the people that they're leading and that they can pour energy into our patients. And I, as the law says, will be compensated for that, the scaling of that. So that's what that law of compensation says. How can we help more people? And we do that by giving to people, okay? Law of influence, number three, your influence is determined by how abundantly you place other people's values first. Now, I talked in my last podcast two weeks ago, I talked about being right, and we always want to be right, and everyone wants to be right. When you forgive, when you just get rid of the need to be right, you are also putting other people's values in front of your own. You're putting how other people feel in front of the way that you feel. And I think you need to look at everything through that lens when you're dealing with your team, also when you're dealing with your patients, because this is important stuff. Give more than you get. Stop making it all about you. Now, number four, the law of authenticity. The best thing you can give to other people is yourself. As you are a real, fallible human being who makes mistakes, and is authentic and genuine, okay? Humility, being able to say sorry, being able to be a normal person, to be able to admit your failures, okay? And just be you and establish a relationship and realize that they are, we are friends. We are all in this together. We are a team. We are not just a transactional thing where you work for me and I give you dollars, all right? And this goes with patience too. 
when we're sitting down and we're getting to know our patients on a relationship level before we dive into dentistry, we're saying, hey, you're a person, I'm a person, let's be people together before we get to this thing that you came for, before we get to the transaction portion, which is you are a patient and I'm a dentist. Let's be real people. And I want you to do that with your team as well. We went out for one of my front desk team members' uh, 30th birthday last Friday, and we had a blast. And I just had, you know, I got to spend time with her. I got to spend time with another front desk member. And I just got to know them on a more personal level, which I really hadn't gotten too deep with them before. And it was nice to find out, you know, how many siblings they have, like how they grew up, what's their relationship like with their parents, like things like that, just like deep relational stuff. And, and I love that. And I think this is the first time that they got to know more about me on a more personal level. And we were authentic. We were ourselves. We were comfortable. And we've bonded more. And it just feels good. So don't forget, you need to have those relationships with your team just as much as you need to have them with your patients as well. All right, number five, the last law in the book of The Go-Giver, the law of receptivity. And just as pretty much, this one I kind of struggled with because I, I thought it was a little, um, I almost, just, part of me just felt like it didn't need to belong in the book. But I mean, this law, just for sake of completeness, says that you need to be open to receiving. So you're going to give. When you start giving a lot to people, you need to be open to receiving. You need to be comfortable doing that. You, you, you can't be afraid to let others help you. So don't, don't have so much pride that you have to be on your own. You have to be so independent. People are going to want to help you, and you have to be able to accept that, that energy, and be humble, and let them help you. Because when you let someone help you, sometimes, sometimes you're giving them a gift. You know, so... Give them the gift of letting them help you. Don't be too stubborn or too proud to to accept help. So the, the whole point of this is I want to say we always like looking for this magic thing, this magic system and stuff. And, I, and, and you've heard me speak before. I just swear it's team. It's all team for me. If you can just cultivate your team, your practice, all the systems, you, you have the culture that you're just going to get better every time. You are going to grow your practice because it's just going to be easy. Your team's going to take ownership. They're going to feel valued. They're going to want it. So if you want to be successful... If you want to be successful, you have to give and serve, and you have to put others' interests before your own. All right, we looked at this from the patient perspective, but more importantly, I want to look at this from your team's perspective. It's not about pay. They work for you long-term, not because of what you pay them. They work for you because of the relationships they have with you and the other team members, of all the fun things that you do together. They feel that they provide a great value to the patients. They're proud of their practice. They want their family and friends to come there because they know they deliver the best care every single day consistently. Okay, they consistently know what the expectations are, uh, the expectations of the practice so that they can play the game and they can win at it because they know what the rules are. They feel valued and appreciated by you. Things like that, okay? The practice, working at that practice gives them purpose, all right? And you, as the leader, need to be the person that's providing this to your team members, okay? So you can give this to them so that they can give back to their patients and everybody wins. But when you do not, when you fail to provide this for your team, that's when it becomes only about the money and that's when a team member leaves for a dollar more or medical insurance, or something like that. So when you start thinking about what benefits are you giving your employees, I know you want to be competitive in your market, but it's not always about these monetary, these benefits like 401k and all this stuff. It's more about how they feel about what they are doing, the purpose that you provide for them by providing them a job. So start thinking this week, look at how you can give more than you're ever going to get back from your team and from your patients in every relationship in your life. All right, cool, everybody. 
Hey, you guys have a fantastic week. This upcoming Monday, what do we got? We got Allison, Colleen, and we're going to be talking about producing. You cannot practice without the numbers. We're going to be talking about numbers and stuff like that. And we're coming up on Halloween. Yeah, pretty excited. I have a Halloween party to go to this Saturday. Uh, one of my buddies, my wife's cousin, who is actually one of my best friends, he's having a party and costume party, and we tend to get rather silly. We get a DJ. It's like dancing in the living room. I'm not going to be doing dancing this year, but I love this party every year because it feels like college for some reason. <laughs> There's no kids. The music is loud. You have to talk very loud to speak to people. The lighting is dark, and it's just like a college party, man. So we're going <laughs> to enjoy doing that this Saturday. And I hope that next time I talk to you personally in two weeks that I will be telling you about how much I am walking and I'll probably be exercising again, put on about 15 stinking pounds since this injury happened. So I see it in my face, I feel it in my clothes, and my left knee that's recovering is every time I put weight on it, it's like, holy moly, bro, how fat are you getting? So I need to do something about that. But hey, you guys have an awesome week and we will talk to you next time.